Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number one, what life coaching is and now how it can help my marriage and intimacy. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. This is the very first podcast of Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage. I'm so excited to be able to share all of the life coaching skills that you will be able to apply to yourself first and then to your marriage. The reason I started this podcast is because of my own struggles in my marriage, especially in the very beginning years. Having grown up in a very religious background and being taught to have high morals and standards when it came to my body and how to use it, and also to be saving myself for when I got married for intimate behaviors, that became a big struggle once I actually got married. And I had some of my own challenges just about how to navigate it and how to think about it and how to move forward in a way that was actually beneficial to my marriage and not doing damage. In the beginning of my marriage, I used to kind of have these thoughts and questions in the background, kind of like, well, what's the big deal about all this? You know, is intimacy really that big of a deal? Like, I mean, we're kind of in the mix of it now, and it kind of doesn't seem like such a big deal. And But it seems like a really big deal for my husband. And sometimes I wondered if I was missing something or if there was something I didn't know or wondering if it was normal to feel the way I was feeling. I also started to think that it was more for my husband than for myself. And um, that's not always the best feeling, especially when intimacy is kind of considered a part of being married. And so I just found that my own experience was not quite what I expected. And I kind of went into getting married thinking, oh, once I'm married, then everything's just going to be fine in that department, and I'm going to enjoy every aspect of it, and this is what I've looked forward to and have been waiting for. And so when it wasn't all quite that, that also seemed to be a contributing factor to how I was experiencing that part of my marriage. I also found that kind of more than anything else, I just found that I wasn't really in the mood. And I didn't always have like a big reason why. I didn't totally understand it. I just knew that I kind of wasn't in the mood. I kind of didn't even care to think about it. And it didn't really bother me if I did think about it a lot or not. Um, I also found that uh, as a newly newly wed and as a wife, that sometimes this thought would cross my mind. Man, is that all he thinks about? Is is sex all he thinks about? It seems like so many things are revolved around that. 
And I can only imagine, you know, my husband on the other side of it thinking, man, does she ever think about this? Is this ever on her mind? It kind of seems like it's not. And how contrasting that is and how challenging it can be to try to maneuver it um, without any skills of how to go about it. So once I became a life coach, I realized that I definitely had a passion for this area of intimacy and wanted to use uh, the life coaching skills to be able to help other people in their own marriages for themselves and also to just have a positive influence on the marriage. But that has to start on an individual level first. I think anybody listening to this is going to know that trying to force somebody else to change is a very difficult endeavor. And it usually doesn't work out very well. And so this really focuses on looking within first. And it's not from a selfish place where we're going to talk about being selfish. This is going to come from a place of increasing personal knowledge about ourselves. I think when it comes to the topic of arousal and intimacy, sometimes if we do grow up in a very religious background, we're not taught some of the intricacies of these things. I don't ever remember taking a class in high school or college even that really discuss all the things that contribute to a woman's arousal level and the details of it. And so if we're never taught that, how are we going to know for ourselves what arouses us? As a wife, how is that lack of knowledge going to affect us on a personal level and affect our marriage. So life coaching is a helping profession that has a slightly different take than maybe a counselor or a marriage therapist and definitely different than a psychiatrist. And one of the differences that life coaching is not about diagnosing. And so as a life coach listens to their client explain some of their challenges and struggles, a life coach is not going to say, well, hey, I'm diagnosing you with generalized anxiety disorder. Uh, A life coach doesn't do that. Um, But what a life coach does do is really have a detailed focus in the client's thinking patterns. That is what a life coach is trained in. A life coach is trained to look at the details and the patterns of how a client is performing. And that's usually done by us asking a very specific series of questions to find out about the actions they, t- they were taking and the results that they got. And then we really start to explore the origins of those actions and why they took those specific actions. And so when it comes to marriage and intimacy, if a wife is not feeling aroused and is avoiding intimacy, 
we're going to start to examine that a little more closely and in more detail. And this podcast, since it is for a general audience and not one-on-one coaching session, it's going to be more of a podcast that will teach you some of the coaching skills so that you can start to apply them to yourself in your own situation. The reason I really fell in love with life coaching was that life coaching skills don't violate um, your own personal beliefs. You don't have to give up your high moral standards to use life coaching. You don't have to um, have the fear that a life coach is going to say, hey, the answer to your lack of arousal is that you need to go watch porn. Life coaches don't usually tell people the answers to all their problems. They usually don't tell them what to do in every specific situation. What life coaching does is help each person unlock their own thinking, their own brain, their own thought patterns, so that they can access their own individual answers for how to solve the challenges that they're facing. So life coaching just kind of gives you those tools, but of course there's no one answer for everyone. But life coaching skills can be applied on a very personal and individual level. The other reason I really love life coaching is that it does not require your spouse to be involved. They can be. And it would be awesome if they were, but it's not a requirement to um, for there to be an effective change. The change and growth comes from each individual first. And sometimes that's all that's ever needed. And the amount that the effectiveness can reach, there's really no limits to it. It's not based on your spouse doing their part or um, doing this with you. So I want each of you guys to know, if you're listening to this, this can be totally effective all on your own. And I hope that feels empowering to you instead of the opposite of like, oh, I want them to do it. (laughs) One of the best ways you can influence your spouse is to have it have an effect on you first without him or without her, without requiring it of them to make changes they might they may not be ready to, to make yet. But as they see you changing, that could really inspire them. So that, those are the main reasons I really fell in love with life coaching and why I decided to apply it to myself and to start this podcast on this particular topic of restoring marriages and restoring the intimacy in our marriage. Now, coaches are usually hired for a team in order to get better results. And coaches will often really pay attention to the details of how their athletes 
are doing a particular move or running a particular play, sometimes they look at such details of how they placed their foot in the ground before they started running. And the coach will look for those details and say, hey, if you made this adjustment and tried it like this, it's going to have a better effect and a better outcome in the end. And so the same thing can be applied with life coaching. Life coaching does the same thing. It allows us through this podcast to look at the, our own things, like what we're doing when it comes to different aspects of our marriage and intimacy. What are we doing and how is that affecting um, our actions and our results? And in this particular podcast, we're going to examine how it affects our arousal, our being in the mood, um, how we experience intimacy in the moment, what we feel about it afterwards, and how all of that affects our marriage on a day-to-day basis and overall. Now, some of life coaching in, in this podcast, we're going to focus on how our brain works, but in a very simple, easy way to understand. We're not going to overcomplicate it. But we're going to talk about your brain and the things it likes to do and the things that it's comfortable doing and the paths that it might be sending you on without you always acknowledging that or giving it permission to do so. So life coaching is going to really challenge you to look at yourself and look at what your brain can do and what you can be in control of when it comes to managing your mind. Um, This podcast is going to help you learn to manage your brain in ways that are totally possible for you to do without your spouse being involved. And that also includes managing the thoughts that you have and the feelings that you have. Life coaching also focuses on the present moments and the future. Life coaching does not spend time focusing and rehashing the past. We always acknowledge that things have happened in the past, but what we do is spend time focusing on what's happening currently. And do we like what's happening currently? If we are not enjoying the intimacy experience currently, then that's what we need to talk about so we can enjoy it more now and more in the future. We always talk about the possibilities and really try to untangle the limits that you may have been putting on yourself without even really knowing it. And so life coaching really does focus on developing our own awareness of our own thoughts, our own intellect, our own thinking patterns, and it also invites us to gain a deeper connection to our own feelings. I've noticed that when I've coached clients and I'll ask them, how do you feel right now? Sometimes that's hard for them to label. Well, I don't know. I've never really thought about that. Or we find that we're kind of generalizing most of our feelings into maybe three or four when there are so many feelings available to us to feel. And so it's a lot of life coaching is going to be focusing on our feelings as well. 
and what we do about those feelings and how to incorporate feelings into our thinking process and how that can affect our results. One of the greatest benefits of life coaching and what I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast is to help anyone who's listening feel empowered, feel that they have the ability to make a difference in their own life and not to feel like a victim in their own life. And that may sound kind of harsh at first when I say it like that, but in reality, and I'm going to just say this from a wife's point of view, there are many women who feel like a victim in their own marriage, especially if they're thinking that their husband is only thinking about sex most of the time. They really feel, the, the wife will really feel like a victim. And so I'm hoping to help those that feel that way to recognize the flags, the warning flags that are like, that will remind them, hey, you're kind of falling back into that victim mentality. Let's see what we can do about that. So it is a process of being able to have that awareness of what you're doing and maybe some old um, habits that you're falling into or, or traps that humans just fall into naturally. Another thing I'm hoping to be able to explore is how blame may be affecting the level of arousal that you feel. And this can come on both sides. So if you feel that you have low arousal and you're not always in the mood, you're not in the mood very often, blame can be a big um, contributor to that, keeping you out of the mood. And at the same time, if you're on the opposite side where you do feel in the mood quite a bit and you don't think your spouse matches you at that level, you may be blaming them for that as well. And that can also contribute to how you are experiencing intimacy in your marriage. So I'm hoping to explore all that through this podcast as well and be able to give some new skills on how to manage that. One of the most beautiful things about life coaching on this topic is that it will open to every listener new ways of thinking about things. And it will usually open their own mind to their own thinking patterns that they probably were not totally aware of. And it can unleash their own solutions. And during this podcast, I'm hoping to be able to really show both points of view, whether you're the wife, you're the husband, whether you have low arousal levels or high arousal levels. I'm hoping to be able to... Um, show the pros and cons of each and really challenge um, where you are and to be able to take it to the level that is most beneficial for you and your marriage. The other part that I really am excited to include is the spiritual part. As a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I definitely want to have a podcast where any member of my church can come and listen and know that any of the advice that I give and the coaching skills that I teach are not going to be in violation 
of the doctrine and principles that were taught. But if you're not a member of my church, it's not going to matter either. And when I do come to that spiritual portion of the podcast, you can listen and take it as you would like, or you can just uh, disregard the couple minutes that I talk about the spiritual aspect. And I definitely try to hit on the the point in each podcast that um, we are created to have a sexual side to us and that God is the one that created that. And so how do we find that balance and acceptance of that side of us and what are we going to do about it? The other thing I'm hoping to really accomplish in each podcast is a form of how to communicate certain things. I think that's probably one of the biggest things um, that clients have asked me is how do I communicate better or how can we have better communication in our marriage? Communication seems to be a huge topic. And so I want to be able to deliver a couple of ideas in each podcast about how to communicate more effectively. And that could be just using I statements. So for this podcast, a piece of advice I would give on communication is using I statements. For example, I am going to start listening to a podcast on marriage and intimacy, or I'm going to try a new life coaching skill. Or a third one can be, I want to develop more in the area of arousal. All those sentences started with the word I and don't require your spouse to do any changing. It's just about what you're going to do and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. So the question I have for you at the end of this first podcast is how are you going to let a podcast about your marriage and how you experience intimacy, how are you going to let it affect you on a personal and deeper level? How are you going to take what you hear and apply it? And how are you going to continue to think about it throughout the week? So that's the end of the very first podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. And just as a, just to let you know what's going to be coming up in future podcasts, I want to give you an idea of some of the other topics we'll be discussing as they relate to marriage and intimacy. So some of the other topics I have on the list um, for my future podcasts would be wifeology, being single versus being a wife. What does it mean to be a connected couple? How to discover why you don't feel in the mood very often. Creating sensational romance. The several types of intimacy. How to design your own desire. The power of feeling sexy. Is your love wasted or is your love consumed? Another topic is who is actually in control of your sex life and how resistance is your own personal roadmap to enhanced connection. 
So those are just a few of the examples of upcoming podcasts that we'll be discussing. So I hope you will continue to listen to this podcast. It will be coming out weekly. And if you want to learn more about me and my coaching practice, you can visit www.creatingtheconnectedcouple.com. And the next podcast is going to be Accepting and Embracing our arousal styles. Thank you. Until next time.